30. Yeah, we here. I, I feel like I haven't I haven't been here in like 30 years. But we're back. Welcome. It's been a while. A couple episodes ago. We're in the penthouse. We're back at home at the crib. Mm-hmm. Just audio this week, folks. You know, but you were on vacation. That's right. Avery Mason, Phil Hunt, welcome. But I don't know, though. We're here. Another episode. What, what number of episode is this? Damn, if I know. We damn near 70. 60 something, right? 60 something. We almost at, damn, Phil. We almost at 70 episodes, bro. Yeah, yeah. Almost, man. We survived. Yeah, we did. We survived, you know, from the pandemic till now. So, like, it's going to be official. Because, you know, there's a lot of shit people was doing during the pandemic that it didn't last. Mm. The second they let us back outside, that stopped. Mm-hmm. Like, I just remember logging on one day, like, early March during the pandemic, which... Once they shut the NBA down, March Madness down, and seeing my boy, he had the baker hat on, and he was like, I baked some banana bread today, making good use of my time inside. You know, if we can't be outside, might as well make use of the time, learn a new skill. Banana nut bread, if anybody wants some, hit me up. Then like the next day went around, he was like, I said, hit me up if anybody wants some. And then, like, a week went by. He's like, I'm stuck. Philip throw this banana nut bread in the trash. All right, it was my first batch. It was garbage, but hit me up if y'all want some. Do you, do you think, like, I feel like the pandemic only affected people outside, like, who were free. I don't think convicts even noticed there was a pandemic. If you, well, duh. If you, <laughs> if you do a third of your life, two years of a shutdown means absolutely nothing because your situation doesn't change except maybe they, they put a mask on you. Mm-hmm. I don't even think they were worried about it. Like, yo, what's going on outside, man? People. Well, that died. was the crazy part. You know, you're going to say not to be around people, but it's like inmates, prisoners really don't have that choice. No. You know, inmates. Now, I guess I would separate my empathy for that. of like, if you're just in the county jail and it's like parking tickets or you like trespassed or violated the restraining order, you might have, you know, what, what a restraining order, typical, I think, 60 feet. Yeah, it's like hundred. You was within fifty eight feet of that woman, and you got locked up. And all right, I feel sorry for you, but you go. I don't know if I give a fuck about those inside the maximum security prison, man. Life, like you choke somebody out, COVID choking you out seems seems fair to me. Yeah, you wasn't going anywhere anyway, you know. But you, but you did feel sorry for those in the lo- local lockup because you go, damn. Uh, it's hard to keep six feet inside of a, a cell that's only four feet. Right, all the people who shoplifted. What is it, four by four? It's like, it ain't no six feet, dog. I only stole $2,000 worth of Gucci. Why well, I got to be in here catching COVID, that. But how was your, uh, you, you took a vacation recently to Atlanta. How was that? Yeah, I took a trip to Atlanta to see my cousin. It was great. Atlanta is a whole new world, like the Little Mermaid. Like the Little Mermaid? The black people. Is it a whole new world? A whole yeah, new world. Yeah, T.I. called it Wakanda. Atlanta? Yeah, no, he called it Wakanda. I wouldn't say that. Atlanta, Atlanta's stuck in a, like a weird kind of time warp. Hmm. Like, some people will tell me it's like progressive. Yeah. I don't think Atlanta's progressive. Well, it's still Georgia and it's still the South. Thank you. So the second you step outside of Atlanta and start hitting Stone Mountain, it's like, oh, yeah. And I yeah. mean, mind you, I spent, you know, I lived in Valdosta, Valdosta Georgia. It's like a big difference between, uh, like I said, Atlanta and Georgia. It's it's a it's a big difference, and um, and you turn a couple corners, boom, you in Georgia. Yeah, start seeing Confederate flags all of a sudden. Bro, I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking about like the level of uh, violence. First of all, if you don't know, everybody in Georgia got a gun. That's number one. Went down there. My cousin forgot I was coming in at 11:30 a.m. He thought I was coming 11:30 p.m. So we're, you know, I'm in the lift, we're driving to his place and I'm telling the driver, yeah, man, he's not going to be there till later. So I'm just going to walk around the neighborhood, just kind of take a walk. But we get there and he gets, the driver gets out the car and he like grabs my hand and says, hey, 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 you can't be walking around here, man. This is not the area to be walking. He said, this right here where you at is good. Two housing developments down. Yeah, you, it's not safe. He's like, I, I turned my phone off. When I drive by, I don't even want to pick up nobody from there because they, they shoot, they rob, they kill, they steal. And I was like, I can't believe that happens here. This is Georgia. Yeah, but you just said everybody has guns, so you can't believe it happens mm-hmm. there. And I mean, 
I, this is always the issue of like everyone feels like where they're from is the danger, most dangerous place in America. And it's like, no, you just are watching the news where you're from. Yeah. And there's a little bit of this happening now because we have social media. So you can see, yo, it's crazy in Ferguson right now. You know, shit is on fire. People are, you know, marching in the streets. They're protesting. They may even be looting over, you know, Mike Brown, that it's like, that's making it seem that way. But ultimately, it's like, wherever you are at, you think is the most dangerous place because you're watching the local news. Yeah. I was just surprised to see all the guns. Like, the security guards had guns. I mean, neighbor, everybody had guns, bro. Like, I mean, even went to a party. Mm-hmm. And I remember we paid to park, and the guy who we paid to park had a gun. Yes. He had a nine millimeter. Open carry, and yeah. He had a nine millimeter with a banana clip, and he's like, it's $20. I didn't ask any questions. I just gave yeah, him the 20 You don't want to argue with him. They don't even know if he work here. Do you work here? I don't know. dollars tip for each bullet in the clip. Yeah. He's like, but yeah, it's interesting because New York, we just became an open carry state. Yeah. Is it open? I think we might be concealed carry. Concealed carry, concealed carry. But but it's interesting because you go to Times Square now, and they got those signs. They're like handmade signs. It's just like gun free zone. Gun free zone from this block to that block. It's like an eight block radius. That it's like. So what are you supposed to do if you got your gas? Go across the street and shoot and go. Well, technically, I wasn't in the gun free zone. Just because it's a gun free zone. Doesn't mean it's a bullet-free zone, folks. So do what you will with that information. Uh, Bernie Gats once existed in New York City last time. Guns were free. Uh, Bernie Gats kind of got on the train, train. the subway there, and was approached by, you know, three or four black kids. And when I say approached, I'm using the term loosely because when you're on the train, everyone's approaching you. Mm-hmm. Meaning, you know, we may just be crowding in because it's crowded. And then he had been robbed previously, so yeah, he, was he pulled his gun out and started shooting him. Yeah, he was ready for action. And, and he wound like... up only doing a year. And I think he, did he kill any of those kids? I know he paralyzed he one. He paralyzed one and shot the other. He, but that he, didn't, didn't, he didn't kill nobody. Lucky he didn't kill nobody because he wouldn't have gotten out of jail. But it's interesting because, yeah, that happened and it's like, in New York, there's so many high-pressure situations that it's like, I don't think people need to be armed, man. I agree, because we're all aggressive in New York. Most of what we do is yell at each other. People this, fight on the train, you know what I'm saying? There was this video that just kind of went viral on Twitter, and it's working its way around. Let me see if I can Google it here yeah, so I can tell y'all what train, to Google. Pick no, a day. no. So, there was a McDonald's here in New York that these two people got in a fight. Okay, yeah, it's on the New York Post. So basically what happened, um, and you can Google this, New York City McDonald's fight, axe-wielding man. So what happened was basically the guys jumped him, and I mean they're all punching him as hard as they can in the face. He just stands there and he goes, I'm still standing. I'm still standing. And they kind of clear out. They they back off him or whatever. Long story short, you know, he has this backpack on. He goes, walks away a little bit, takes his backpack off as calmly as possible, reaches in it, and right before he pulls out the weapon, you see one of the dudes who jumped him kind of come over and go, hey, man, just please, just please, like, leave us alone. Like, we didn't want no trouble. And the man reaches in the bag, and you, you, and this is the thing about New York people who are listening. They don't allow you to carry a gun, so people in New York have had to get very creative. Bats, people knives, carry hammers. Guns. Yeah, it's like heights of rage out here. You know, <laughs> yeah. or double dragon if you're old you school. That you trash go, cans, is that yeah. a crowbar? That's right. <laughs> like, what a, what a fucking 60s thug. Are you a fucking... Henchman for Carmen you, you can whoop someone's ass and build a treehouse with the shit we carry in our bags. So yeah, Nails. as he's reaching in the bag, you're like, what is he reaching for? <laughs> Pulls out a hatchet and just tears up the McDonald's. And then he finds the dude, especially the main dude who was punching him, mm-hmm. and, it's, and, and slaps the fuck out of him. 
And he kind of tells him, you was showing out for them girls, huh? You was showing out for them girls, huh? And then he breaks like the glass with the hatchet, oh, breaks no. the table. And Buddy is terrified. One dude kind of uses his girl as a shield, which you like, yo, I don't respect that, fam. <laughs> don't endanger that young lady. That young lady didn't come over here and punch him. You did. Get back out there. Same energy. So they went begging. Please don't. Please just leave us. You just want to be left after punching them. They beg for like mercy. Nah. Right. And that was the thing. And I mean, he kind of was the aggressor at first, mm -hmm. but he had an issue with one guy. Yeah. And and you know, our judgment starts when the camera comes on, meaning we didn't right. see we what didn't happened see the whole before. Thing before. Right. But it sounded like the guy had kind of violated him, right. and he was taking issue with him, and he was with some people. But then them people kind of come over and jump him. Mm -hmm. And like I'm saying, they're all hitting him in the face. And he looks maybe 40 and they look 20. That is like, you ain't got the strength. And he tells them at some point, yo, fuck that. I'm from New York, son. What's up with y'all? Y'all always got to tell people where y'all from. Just so they know what they're dealing with. You yeah, can't, yeah. you know, you got to know. Like, listen, if I'm from Minnesota, then yeah, whatever. As yeah. he's getting his hatchet out of his bag, now he you, goes, I'm from New York, son. From, uh, yeah, and we're different. The, we're different. the funniest part of the video is we different. They're, they're kind of punching him. They're punching him in the face. And like I said... He's not falling or moving. It's not moving him. And he says. He's just eating the punch. He says. I'm still standing. And everybody was like, this is when y'all should have knew y'all fucked up. Because <laughs> they kind of all go back to the seats like, all right, whatever we did him. Yeah, yeah. And he goes, I'm from fucking New York, son. And he reaches in that bag. Yeah. And then you see one boy go, hey, man, please just. You know, just leave us alone. It's like it, like you said, it's too late. You already jumped him. Yeah, he already ate those punches. Could have just let him fight the one person he had an issue with. We we're, we're a different breed of people here in New York. So like, if it was New Yorkers, you know, if this is in Brooklyn, somebody would be like, "Yo, man, I'm from Crown Heights. Y'all from Canarsie? You wanna play that?" Damn. Yeah, I gotta watch. Yeah. Oh no. It's a great video because you go, "Yo, I thought the West Fourth Street McDonald's was closed because remember all the crazy shit yeah, used yeah, to happen yeah, in there. Yeah, yeah, for real. Now, so the video here, I hate that it went viral because it's probably gonna get him arrested. It's some white dudes, and we'll no, and we'll play it. Uh, we'll put it on the page for you guys to see because this is all audio. Some volume on that. But we'll just. There's people trying to get between them. Watch. Oh, oh, he's eating them pumpkins. He is He was bored. He was bored. The guy with the hatchet is talking to the girl, but oh, he's standing behind his girl. Put See, his that's what I was saying. Of like, he used her like a human shield. And now it's time to go. This is the part I love about it. Everybody knows how to make a great exit. All right. So what I'm going to say about that <laughs> is 
He was being kind. That was kind because he didn't hit nobody with he, the hatchet. No, he did. He, he only, only hit broke. He only broke stuff up, broke and he only stuff. hit. He only hit one of the guys that was beating him. He only slapped one because he was. If you watch closely, that was the main guy jumping him. Like the other two boys, it was just kind of like fuck that. You ain't finna fight my friend. It ain't gonna be a fair fight. Wow, wow. They hit him a couple times. That guy. Gets up from the seat, ain't have nothing to do with it, comes overseas, oh, it's my chance for free licks, and starts hitting him. And hits him a lot of times. Yeah. So I understand why once he had everybody at bay, he was like, let me get at you real quick in particular. I just like the energy he had where he was eating the punches and like, still standing. If y'all see the video, he was like, he looked bored. He was like... I like how I love how New Yorkers always put the extra acting into the. Uh, <laughs> they should have played. You won't break my stone. <laughs> they were not breaking he, his you, jaw. You're right. He calmly put the bag won't break down. His soul, aka his jaw. He calmly put the bag down. And did you see my man walk over? He did. He, he was said, like, "My hey, man, hey, please, please." And it's like it's, it's too late for peace but, sign. But my thing is, the dude with the hatchet had to be like. He he was forgiving because even when he hit the dude, he hit him with an open hand. He hit him with a closed fist. I'm yeah, like, yeah. that guy right there is being kind yeah. because he pulled out the hatchet and none of them wanted to So that's him. what I'm saying about New York gun laws, that it forced people to be creative. Motherfucker might have a, a bow and arrow on him out in New York. And that's like, happened. damn. All right, well, I don't want to break the law, but legally I can carry this bow and arrow, but I can't carry a nine millimeter. It was funny. We have had people with bow and arrow yeah. swords. It'll force uh, you into situations where on the opposite end, you're like, I don't even know how to defend this. You be fighting somebody with like a gun. That. You put your hand straight up. You say, yo, 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 my bad. But bow and arrow, it's like, shit, I don't even know what to do. I guess I just run in a zigzag pattern. Somebody might have a taser. Bro, those people with BB guns. BB guns, all sorts of swords. People have had to get hatchets. You, you, because the criminal is way more um, better armed than same uh, rules in LA, and that's why that dude that attacked Dave Chappelle on stage. Remember, he had a gun that had a knife on the end. Yeah, yeah. It's like legally I can't carry, but I can carry a knife, a gun that has a knife on the end. He had a bayonet. <laughs> um, but that though, that was a shocking thing about Atlanta. Like I said, all the guns. I remember I had my cousin had left me in the house, and I'm looking for the remote. I might have, huh? I don't know what you're saying. You could just say it. Hold on a second. What are we doing here? We'll... Yeah, give us a second. Hold on, on one second. Right Hold on. Right back. back. Yeah. Sorry about that. Um. So yeah, the it was thing just, I wanted to ask you was about the strip clubs in Atlanta. Oh, you didn't want me to tell you about the hidden gun. I got you, got you, got you. Uh, strip club, fuck the hidden gun. Yeah, no, it was. It's a different vibe there, man. Like, so we had been out. We had been out all partying all day. I mean, beautiful women in Atlanta. I mean, I'm telling you, if you haven't been, the women are beautiful. And I guess if you're you know, if you're into guys, it gets the guys beautiful too. Beautiful and polite, because there's some beautiful women in New York too, but they mean as fuck. Yeah, no, the women down there, no, nah, the women down there are kind. They'll, they'll, they will entertain you, but they won't. They say how you doing before you speak to them. Even. But they, they, but they make clear lines defined where you can't cross. Well, so. I mean, yeah, they let you know where the hospitality, southern hospitality, ends, and yeah, where you, you know, coming on to them begins. I it, guess it just gets to the point Whereas where New York girls headphones. Yeah, some of them ain't even got music playing in it. They just don't want just to headphones you. on. They want you to know they unapproachable. You know what's interesting about it was, I was sure that nobody would recognize me because I'm just like, well, it's been a couple of years. You know, you know, some of the shows I've been on are more popular up here than yeah. everywhere else. You get down there, ain't nothing but, but a bunch of dudes that are like, yo, I know you. We went to some parties. Security <laughs> guards stopped me. Hey, I know you. Oh man, who look who it is. Ooh, man, up in the house, man. My man, BG. Ooh, man, they got you good, boy. It's recognizing you for power. I'm talking about they recognize me in the dark. We inside the club. There's no lights. It's just the, the TV screens that they have right. and the club lighting. And people still recognize me. I must have gotten recognized by... I can't even count on my hand how many people recognize me. There's a lot. It kept stopping me. Ooh, and it was all men, which really bothered me because I thought <laughs> women would be like, oh my gosh, Should've I know been on you. P Valley. It's more women. A lot of women watch Power, but it's more women watching P Valley because it's 
strippers well, or whatever, but yeah, it just was the, amazing. The show was on. You were nationally syndicated. I don't know if you knew that. I did, no but I, I just thought it was. It didn't just play in New York and on the. No, East Coast. but I thought it was more popular up here. But um, it was cool though. But the the strip clubs in Atlanta, we only went to one. Uh, this place called um, not Squad Strokers. Strokers, yeah. You okay. been? Mm-mm. Strokers, yeah. We get to the club, you know, it's a bunch of dudes walking out with all this jewelry on. I'm like, they must be rappers. And my cousin's like, nah, they just, you know, just some niggas. Local guys. <laughs> local guys, just all you this know, jewelry. Local guys. We, local, what they call neighborhood hoods. Neighborhood stars. hoods, yeah, hood stocks, yeah. Neighborhood hoods. Bro, stars. we get inside the strip club and there's money everywhere. And I mean, it's all on the floor, on the chairs, just singles everywhere. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. what's amazing is in New York, the strippers are not allowed to strip fully nude. Yeah. But in That's the why we, in could, the, we come up here from down there and be like, what? In the y'all South? Call this a strip club? Bro, in the South? Really up here. So what y'all got up here is not strip clubs. Y'all got topless bars. Topless bars. That's right. They're topless. Yeah. But you heard, uh, was it Juicy J on Bands of Make a Dance? When mm-hmm. he said, and it ain't a strip club if you ain't showing booty. And it's <laughs> like, yeah, he from Memphis. Yeah. So, and if you notice on the song, it's who Juicy J, Lil Wayne, and Two Chainz. That's like that's New Orleans, mm-hmm. that's Memphis, and that's Atlanta. Because you can't really put no New York dudes on the strip club. I meet a lot of dudes from New York that'll be like, I don't even like the strip club, and it's like that's because that's not a strip club. Yeah. That is a topless bar. <laughs> yeah, and I, I, I mean, I walked in and I was. It took me a couple minutes to just kind of just take in the scene. It's just women walking around butt ass, just naked. Y'all remember Players Club? Bucket naked. Bucket uh, naked. Bernie Mac said, "Bucket naked." Bucket naked. I mean, I was like, it just walked like, like we was in Africa. <laughs> you seen National Geographic? There you go. It was Adam and Eve just walking around. Yeah. Just, I ain't never seen nothing like it. There's people just walking on money, money on the Beautiful floor. Thing, man, but. Don't sleep on New York Strip Club, but you no, no. Go, but you got to go to the Bronx. Yeah, you got to go like Sin City. Uh, Cardi B was stripping. She stripped in the Bronx. Sir, it was real Sin City. I, I will R. say R. certain Sin City. Yeah, they're gone. Certain parts of uh, Queens, Long Island City has uh, certain, certain strip clubs. You got to get on the outskirts. Yeah, outskirts. Bit. Yeah, in Manhattan, you ain't gonna see nothing. That I, like, you ain't you, never for seen. For those of you listening, if you ever seen, was it the movie Hustlers? With Lizzo and Cardi B was in it. Jennifer and then Lopez. Cameo J Lo was the star. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah, they was kind of like, oh, we got a weight restriction, blah blah blah. You know, and you you get to the Bronx, ain't no weight restriction. She on her no. third kid. There was no weight restriction. And on she looked good. She the hardest working motherfucker in that place. But <laughs> there wasn't no weight restriction in Atlanta either. I mean, everything. Uh, that's I the mean, beauty of it. The, the the bad part about going to this strip club is my cousin's first time. He That's ain't never insane. been there, and he was just asking me all these How questions. Old is he? He's in his thirties, so I That's feel, crazy. But his, but his reasoning behind not going was like he's like, "Well, I'm a paper, you know." At the time, oh, he he never had a problem getting women. He would always, you know. Well, like I told you, I love the Chris Rock joke of Chris Rock at some one special. I think it's never scared. He says, "Your wife will take care of you." But she ain't gonna entertain you, yeah, and that's true. That's true. So it's like you go there to be entertained. Try to get your wife to do a handstand twerking. Yeah. Do a handstand twerking? Ew, no. Gross. <laughs> I got a college degree, nigga. My back like, hurts for real. <laughs> so yeah, I, I you know, and I mean, fair enough. It's like you know, I had to answer all his questions about strip clubs. Like so I was funny. strip club Google, and I don't go to strip clubs like that at all. So he's like, "Well, how much do I tip?" I said, "Bro, whatever you feel comfortable." Mm-hmm. He's throwing the money on the stage. I'm like, nah, you want to laugh that? Stop giving your money to the girls on the stage. Just find one walking around and mm-hmm. take her hand and say, hey. And I always tell the story when we talk about strippers. I tell the story on here. So my first time going, I think I was which By the way, in Atlanta, you know, you're 18, Georgia. You're 18 to drink. Yep. So you can start going to strippers and stuff when you're At 18. 18. They will stamp your hand, though. Right. And you can't drink, which look at my fingers. I wish y'all could see my fingers in air quotes. Air quotes. Like, you can't drink. Like, shit. If the drink costs $15, give her $30 and you shall be drinking. That's right. Anyway, I didn't tell you that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, I know because my brother got drunk one time and my mom was like, how'd you get in there? How'd you get drunk? And it was like, he's 18 now. That's how. 
And she's like, he's got on a wristband. That means he can't drink. Whatever. Anyway, long story short. Mm-hmm. Um, what was I saying? Uh, oh, it's talking it, about the difference. So the difference, white, black club, white strip club and black strip club. So when I think I turned 21 in Indianapolis, a comedy club owner, my man Bowers, which Chris Bowers is a walking party, by the way. He used to own Morty's in Indianapolis. It was a comedy club. Mm. Anyway, long story short. He's like, you got to come to the strip club, man. You're 21. Like, this is cool, man. You just turned 21. Let's go. So we go. Long story short, went to the white strip club, which was called... I'm trying to remember the name. Anyway, it's in Indianapolis. We go there. Sapphire, I think it was. It might not have been called Sapphire. The white strip club Rick's Cabaret. Rick's Cabaret. It's a cabaret. So that's a brand. I think they have a Rick's yeah, Cabaret. Yeah, they do. They have one in, somewhere in here. Midtown, which yeah. like I'm saying, if you've ever watched the movie Hustlers, strip clubs in Manhattan ain't what you want. Not at all. You want to be deep in Brooklyn, deep in the Bronx, and, somewhere or where the rules Borderline Queens. It's yeah. like these women just got here from the DR and they don't even know what rules are. Anyway, <laughs> from the DR and they don't even know what rules are. <laughs> that's hilarious. Anyway, so... We go to Rick's Cabaret White Strip Club. They're playing, you know, Hot for Teacher and all that music, the white music. <laughs> it's cool. Welcome it's like, to the jungle. Right. And, and shouts out to Hannibal Burris because Hannibal Burris did a joke about you go to a white strip club and they're just playing random music. Mm-hmm. You go to a black strip club, they're playing music made for specifically. Stripping. Head down, pussy, pussy popping. Which, you know, 2 Chainz has the song. Yeah, I love them strippers. Yeah, I love them strippers. So, yeah, Yeah. bands will make her dance. They're playing music specifically. We went to Rick's Cabaret. White guy music club on the bowers, like I'm telling you. Great dude, you know. Anyway, and funny comedy. But, you know, so, yeah, we're there. I'm there maybe an hour. I've got, I think, $200 on Okay. I buy a drink, which, you know, the drinks are inflated at strip clubs. It's like $15. Buy a drink. I think I get, you know, $100 in ones. You know, like you're saying, I'm sitting at the table. They're coming on stage. I'm throwing ones. You know, like I said, they all the girls are proper. They stay on stage. They treat it just like a job. They're professional. Right. We're there maybe an hour. If I had 200 when I came in, I spent 15 on the drink. Now I got... 185, we're seeing who's good at math. After the 185, I've got 101s. I've maybe thrown 10 ones on stage. Mm-hmm. That's over a span of an hour, right? Mm-hmm. My man, which shouts out to Ernest Hicks back home, EJ, whatever he want to call himself these days. Man, Ernest Hicks, he's a comedian back home, but he, he goes, yo, you want to go to the Black Strip Club? It's called yes. Pure Passion. Hell yeah. So we get up, we go to Pure Passion. Not too far, it might be 10 blocks away. We go to this Pure Passion. First off, it's $10 to get in, so we already boom, down. Mm-hmm. We get in there, at some point, the strippers are shaming us. Black strippers will shame you. Yeah. If you ain't got no money, take your broke ass home. You're like, oh! Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I'm telling you, the strippers at the White Strip Club, they just stay on stage. They did their little dance. They don't make you feel bad about your credit and score. And they left. They don't make you feel bad about the credit score. No. You just this girl went on are. stage for maybe two minutes and said, y'all ain't throwing enough money. So I'm coming around to y'all tables to see what you got. <laughs> Man, I last about 10 minutes in there. They, had, they had all my money. I was, I was broke. Yeah. All, all that 101s, they done took them. Come around to the tables. Nothing motivates you like a woman calling you broke. Yeah, no, they're they're aggressive in the South because I got him a lap dance. Like I said, his new. So I'm explaining to him, you get the lap dance, you just get a girl, you tell him you want a lap dance. The the price difference, because I thought it was $20. In New York, it's $20 for a lap dance. Right. I asked the guy there, I said, bro. It might be 30 40 depending on where you're at. Right. 50 in New York. I asked the guy there, I said, yo, how much lap dance is 20? He looked at me like I was crazy. No, 20? What you talking about, bro? It's $5 a lap dance. Wait. Oh. By the way, let's, let's, let's discuss. Mm. Is, is there a such thing as a lap dance being too cheap? 
No, sure. Lap dance is a lap dance, right? No, um, sure. whatever you saying. whatever you pay is what you pay. If a girl, go lap dance two dollars. You go what? How many STDs do you? Nah, have? I ain't asked no questions. Two dollars, and they walking around bucky naked. It's Next too late you to know be. You got the monkey pops, bro. It's they walking around bucky naked. It's too late to be asking about I'm monkey pops. Saying mm-hmm. we we know those are too expensive. Mm-hmm. Lap dance that'd be five hundred dollars. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. One of the girls in there tried to hustle him with that because I told him to just go ask, and he asked, and the girl was like, "I need three fifty for a lap, man." Like, oh. she, she probably meant three dollars and fifty cents. No, man. she meant three hundred and fifty dollars. She wasn't nah. all that good looking either. Ah, anyway, so he got his dance, and you know I'm throwing money on the. But girl. here's the thing about lap dances, what? right? Did you catch on to this? What's that? How short or long the song is? Per, yeah, it was per song. Yeah, because the DJ might play a very short song, and you go, "Hey, hey, hey." I need you to play a long ass song. Play Melodies from Heaven by Kirk Franklin. <laughs> right, so it's like a four five four or five minute song. Right, so the, the lap new songs be like two minutes. It's like, bro, that was too quick. Right, so the lap dances, if if, if those of you who don't know, um not familiar with it, uh hold on one second. Like, well well stuck on what the fuck that's about? Uh, but the lap dances, you you uh, you want to tap out of it and come back just to make sure. Yeah, you let's let's tap. No hey, hold on one second. Listen to these. We'll take a quick commercial break. Come back and finish. Tell you about lap dances. Topics. And yeah. We'll so uh, lap dance etiquette. So lap dances, you pay per song. And when the song is done, lap dance is over. So these lap these these lap dances, we were getting five dollars a dance. When I tell you this girl. There was a guy, the one that gave me a lap dance, she was dealing with another guy, and he wasn't pulling out no money. So she was, like, bored, and she looked at me, and she gave me a head nod, and I was like, all right, <laughs> what's up? She came over. I made it rain on her a little bit. She stayed the rest of the night. We got to the strip club late. So, so what was the song? Do you remember? Because, like I'm saying, fellas, uh, lap dance etiquette, if y'all want to know strip club etiquette, you came to the right place. You got to pick a long song. Like I said, Melodies from Heaven is a good one. Any DJ Khaled song, because he going to have 69 yeah. rappers on there. So, yeah, any, I'm So Hood works. Yeah, any, or, any uh, anything by a down south rapper is a game good song. One Blood, is it the remix where he's got everybody from the West Coast on? That's a long song, man. That's not a strip club song. Very long song. So, it don't got to be. The DJ confused. play what you want on the play. I'll be honest, I don't remember what song was playing. I just know she was there because I kept dropping money on her. I mean, we brought money to, to spend... Because one time I told a girl, you picked the song. She picked the shortest song I've ever seen. I don't even remember what it was, but I said, damn it, that wasn't no song. That was like a demo tape. That was a you chorus. Played. Yeah, it was just a chorus, and then she was off me, and I said, damn. Yeah, it's we got we got through all the songs. I kept dropping money on because it wasn't, I mean, we this, the place was getting ready to close. We got there late, right? Here's the funny part, though, Phil. So, you know, lap dance finish up. They put the lights on, tell everybody it's time to go. We getting ready to go. She's going to collect all her money off the floor. She's picking up all the money, put it in her bag. She turns to me and says, hey, you're not leaving with none of my money in your pocket still, are you? Like, <laughs> I told you, black oh. money's going to come get their money. I said, miss, I just, I, just, I just gave you all the money I had on me. You just, mm-hmm. She's like, all right, well, I just want to make sure you're not leaving with none of my money. Sure. You ain't got no more money left? You ain't got no more money left on you, do you? White strip club, they was, they was letting us just sit in the back and drink and not pay them any attention, like I said, though. Man, a black strip club, boy, they coming right to your table. Excuse me. I know y'all didn't come in here broke. They'll pat your pockets down. They'll do it with their butt cheeks, but they'll do it. Yeah. That so, was, yeah, it's interesting, man. So, my, my cousin, is, is, is his eyes are open now. He told me, he said, yo... I'm going to go check out, uh, he's like, he started dating now, he's like, yo, I want to go check out Magic City. I said, hey, 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 whoa, man, you might want to come here another two or three times, learn you something first, and then go to Magic City. You're not ready for Magic City. That's the rappers be at Magic City, so. And that's the thing you got to know about strip club etiquette, too, is like, if you go on there on a Friday, first off, the cover charge is higher. Mm-hmm. So it might fuck you up right $20. at the door. You go, nah, it usually be $10. Tonight is fifty dollars in Atlanta, so you know you fuck around going there and then you know Gucci man in there, and now it's like you should have came on Tuesday. You on ballers night <laughs> on Friday, Saturday, 
Now your your seventy five dollars you was gonna spend might have been a lot on a Tuesday. Not on Saturday. But not on a Saturday. Yes. I remember I went to a strip club in Buffalo. I think I might have spent I might have spent like forty dollars just real quick on like a random Wednesday. And the girl was like, Oh shit, somebody trying to get their dick sucked up in here. I was like Ooh. Oh, shit. Does that come with the And they had signs everywhere in the strip club that said, absolutely no prostitution. If you ask, you will be kicked out. Wow. And you know what? When you see signs that say absolutely no prostitution. That means it's happening. Plenty of prostitution yeah. is happening. At yep. the Chit Chat in Buffalo, New York. Which, by the way, end of the month, I will be in Buffalo, New York, performing at Helium Comedy Club, folks. They got a helium in Buffalo. Wow. They got a helium in Buffalo. I'll nice. be there with Alonzo Bowden. It'll be fabulous if you're listening and you're a fan. Pull up. You live in Buffalo or near Syracuse. I don't know. Albany. I don't know how much gas money you got. But I think I'm going to definitely visit the old Chit Chat. Yeah, it's like, you know what? We'll see if like it's how you remember. And see what the Kit Kat hitting for anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was just interesting to me because I was like, how much money did I throw? I looked at the stage and was like, that is $35, maybe. I think I threw like a couple fives. But, you know, once you start throwing you throw fives? more than ones, it was, you know, it was a Wednesday night. The woman looked lonely. Singles, brother. You singles. know, like I said, you go on the Blackster Club, brothers are sitting at the bar. We're not trying to be right up front because she's going to be on you. Yeah, Motherfucker, was that $1? Throw another one, you know? Yeah. So you just kind of sit back. I kind of went towards the front. She was cute. I said, you know what? Let me, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I threw maybe 40 down. And like I said, another girl came. Damn, that's $40. You trying to get your dick from tonight. I said, whoa. <laughs> and like I said, I started looking around. I said, I'm like, whoa. I said, whoa. Mm. All these signs just say no, absolutely no prostitution. That's like, I, I play a lot of basketball. You ever go to a court and they say, absolutely no fighting. Guess what? It's fighting. Motherfuckers be fighting down there. <laughs> Here's some strip club etiquette. It's, you can't go there and take money that's on the floor and re-throw it. Once the money has left your hand, landed on stage or stripper or said floor, it is not community money. And if you pick it up to throw it and the stripper sees you, they will ask you to leave. They'll throw ah, you out. Yeah, come on, man. Can't be take recycling money? Can't do it. Remember one of my buddies used to tell me, he'd be like, man, we're going to strip club tonight. I ain't got on no draws. So that's also a strip club etiquette for some, you know, that's a, that's a pro tip, depending on how you feel. Now, it's probably not tolerated in New York, but down south is probably welcome. I remember I told a girl one time, like, yo, I'm about to know. And she was like, Duh! And she just kept grinding on me, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is the best night of my life!" Yeah, yeah, no, nah, dude. I was I, like, I was, you know, she was giving me a lap dance, and I literally was like, "Hey, now, goddamn, <laughs> slow down." That's how she knows speed limit. Nah. She looked at me like I was stupid. And was they don't like, care about that. They she don't, don't care. No, she, and I mean, she had on her clothes, for those of you listening. Mm. This was not at the chit-chat. Mm. But she just kept grinding, and she had on her bottom, but she was like, duh. Yeah, that's what she's here for. They don't and care about that. And then she kept going, and I was like, oh, my God. This, is, <laughs> this place is the best place I've ever been to in yeah, my life. But I just say that the strip club in Atlanta, it was, it was a good time. Different I had an experience. Had a great time. Didn't spend money on no drinks. Just just amazed just watching these women. It was like a savanna of ass. Just women just walking around. Yeah. Just boom, boom, boom. Oh, boom, boom, boom. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. them Georgia peaches down yeah. here in Atlanta, Savannah, but, uh, and wherever else you are. Shout out to everybody I met down there. Y'all were cool. Thank y'all for not being weird. Um, Texas I was, got some beautiful women, too. I talk been, about them Georgia peaches, but every time I'm online and I see a fauna stick girl, I'll be like, dang. Look at her yeah. location. Houston. Yeah, they don't, Dallas. They don't got them like Fort that. Fort Worth. They don't got them like that up here. We have a different breed of woman. It's different, but when you yeah, just... they all kind of more model type. Yeah, Tall, yeah. skinny. And I mean, that's regional or whatever. Maybe that's a lot of that MTA going up and down them stairs, whereas yeah. you get to Texas, Georgia, and them girls going right to the dough. That's all cornbread in and Texas and Georgia. Cornbread bit, yeah, ribs. eating a little Oof. bit different. Mm. Now, but they're also, all beautiful, goddamn. But also, 
the, the I want to talk about real. Back um, to the national. Got a lot going on in the news, bro. Little Mermaid is out. We got a Black Little Mermaid, which is great. Yeah, we got a Black Little Mermaid. Uh, Did a great job too. Uh, Chloe and Hallie, one of the oh, sisters. I love that you were like Chloe and Hallie. Both of them were the Little Mermaid. I just I don't Hallie I think Haley. It's Haley. Haley. Yeah, Haley. I think it's Haley. I don't know it's spelled like Halle Berry, so it's yeah. tricky. It made me feel old. I'm like she's it. from the group Chloe and Haley. Haley. Her and her sister. Yeah. Also, it might know him from the TV show Grownish. But yeah, that you know, obviously, you know, Black Little Mermaid. My little sister's name is Ariel. So oh, okay, um, I'll say, and she's gonna hate me telling this story, but I um, never will forget. She was like three. Mm-hmm. She opens the Little Mermaid, and we got her a black one because that's the thing. And this is why, to me, it makes me laugh about this. It's like they've always kind of given you options since '95 or so. She opened it. We got her a black one. She looks at it and goes, Little Mermaid White. What's this? And mind you, don't be trying to cancel my sister. She's a regular person. Right. And a good person and a good little sister. She was like three. Yeah, no, she gets it. But I'm saying even all the way back then they had options. So it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, I guess if 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 uh Tom Hanks or was it Tom Cruise can do the last samurai mm-hmm. as a white guy and if Cleopatra can be a white woman then the little mermaid can be black. Here's what I didn't like about it. I don't have a problem with it because there's no such thing as a mermaid so anybody right. can be a mermaid yeah, as far as right. I'm concerned. Talking about Santa differences to make, yeah. But yeah, here's what I didn't like about it. I think we as black people we got to give this a rest. What's that? This thing where we see where we go online and make these memes of like, you know, white people saying the Little Mermaid can't be black. And it's like, go to your office, go to your neighbors. Has anyone actually to your face in the real world told you that they have an issue with Little Mermaid? I seriously doubt it. Like, I, I laugh about traditional media, traditional news versus social media. Mm-hmm. Where it's like traditional news is all happy. It's like, ah, the queen died today. She was X amount of years old. It's a sad day here at Buckingham Palace. The world grieves. That's traditional media, right? Mm-hmm. Then you flip open social media. Fuck that old cracker bitch. I don't give a fuck about the queen of England that you go, ah, damn. Mm-hmm. Y'all are mad. And I mean, if there was anyone to be mad at, it's the Queen of England. You know, colonialism, whatever. Right. You know, whatever imperialism. You talking about yeah. imperialism. Fair. But I'm just saying it's interesting to see. Like, I was at the gym, and that's always kind of where I peep the news. I'm on the treadmill. I see CNN come on. And they're like, you know, today, uh, you know, the Little Mermaid trailer was released. We go live now to two kids. And two kids <laughs> are like, it's great. Right. She can sing. She has a great voice. The other little kid's like, yeah, she's so pretty. Yeah. And then you open social media and it's, shut the fuck up, you cracker motherfuckers. The little mermaid can be black. If one of you say she can't be black, I'm going to slap the shit out you. Here, then you see another person, you know, a white person, going, huh? She doesn't look like a mermaid to me. And you go, what the fuck does a mermaid look like? It, so it's like all the adults are yeah. arguing about a thing that has shit to do with them. You're 40. Go pay some bills. So here's what maybe y'all don't remember is that when they announced they were doing the Little Mermaid remake, they already said they were having her, uh, Haley, be Little Mermaid. This was like three or four years ago. So right. it's not, this is not new news. So I was just surprised when I saw people still taking that position of like, oh, they saying the Little Mermaid can't be black. I'm like, who's saying that? I didn't run across one person who had a problem with it. It's a movie. Mm-hmm. It's fiction. And this was announced like three years ago that this was coming out. I don't think... I think it's a social media thing where people are trying to find reasons to... Yeah, like, they're just trying to get likes or comments or shares. And it's like, no one feels this way. No one feels that way. It's actually a really good movie. And like, I mean, by no one, I mean eight out of ten people. Yes, there are two out of ten people who are racist. And they go... yeah. I want it white just like I thought her. She doesn't look like a mermaid to me or whatever. Black people don't be swimming. Yeah, that's like this is unrealistic. You know, black women always worried about their hair. So you go, all right, fair point. But also, like, chill the fuck out. This is for kids. Yeah, it's for Disney. It's not. So 
Yeah, all the memes seem a bit reactionary, like, although some of them made me laugh, like the, uh, was it Barbecue Becky, that, that famous meme I saw that, that woman I saw with those it. sunglasses yeah, yeah. and she's underwater, yeah, she's yeah, got, yeah. A, she's got a snorkel on. in the You're like, alright, that's a good meme. But then there's these other ones where it's like, I think they said, you know, white people have had enough of our shit, you know, here are the 15 black movies that they made white, and you see like Love and Basketball, you see Set It Off, and you go... I know white people didn't make these memes, right? Because they don't even know our movies. They don't like know those. What set it off? Right. Who's they don't know these are black classics. So, you know, Five Heartbeats. You know, starring uh, Justin Bieber. That is like they don't even know the Five Heartbeats is a black classic. They don't know who Eddie Kane is. Forget about that, man. You know, Eddie don't Kane. have a clue who's who Eddie Kane. Kane is. Who's Frankie Lyman? What are you talking about? What's right. that? So classic. So, yeah, it's just funny, but like how things that are made for kids, and I'm big on that. If you're not part of the target audience, shut the fuck up. Mm. You know? So, I don't give a fuck what any 30 year old thinks about The Little Mermaid. I'm going to ask the kids, and if the kids are cool with kids it, it's cool, cool, cool with me. And it was nice to see the little girls, there were some black girls that were showing reaction yeah. videos. Uh, I was like, oh, it's nice. All it's, the kids. It's excited. Oh, look, she looks like me. And, you know, mm-hmm. th- th- there was a white girl who saw it. And I saw one of her reaction videos. And she was just like, oh, cool. She sings really nice. Yeah. She's very pretty. And it's not. You know, kids are very innocent. They don't have any. Even if they say something mean, it probably doesn't come from a mean place. Well, just a place they don't not know knowing. any better. Yeah. But, yeah, that's the funny thing to me. So even, and I'm big on that. Like, okay. Even like with, you know, a Beyonce album, you know, when all the girls are loving it and you'll see a dude be like, I mean, it's just not doing it for me. And it's like, it's not for you, nigga. Damn. Like, mm-hmm. Let the girls have something. So if you're not a part of the target audience and I yeah. even see some girls do that with the Kendrick Lamar album, you hotel niggas, shut up. And it's like, it's not for you. You're not the target audience. So sometimes just sit still. And be quiet. Yeah, with with all of us adults, it's like, ah, just sit still, homie. Like, it's a fucking Disney movie. That's social media for you. the thing with the stuff, it's like, oh, well, this isn't as good as the one I grew up with. That it's like... It's different. Go watch the one you grew up with. It's not like they make a new movie and then delete the old one. Like, remember how the Lady Ghostbusters was? Yeah. uh, It was like, you know you could still go watch... Go old one, yeah. If right? you don't like this one, go watch the old one. It's yeah. like, there's Lady Ghostbusters, if that's what you want to see. Leslie Jones and them fighting some ghosts. And then there's the old one. And it's like, not because, it's not like they make a new one and then delete the old one. No, the, the, the old one is still there. My favorite Ghostbusters, just to just to put this out there, was uh, Ghostbusters, uh, the one with Bobby <clears throat> Brown. I think that was Ghostbusters 1. Yeah, yeah and it's up to us. We got to take control. Gotta, gotta take control. Like, oh, yeah, that's my joy. The Ghostbusters. Yeah, the soundtrack made it. The State Pub Marshmallow Man was kind of walking through the city and they destroyed him. Let me ask you, do you remember the rap? You don't remember the rap? Yeah, I don't remember the rap. You don't remember the rap? I, I remember the song. It's a great song. I remember the rap. Okay, so you no, the Ghostbusters ain't control. Nah, <laughs> Proton packs. You, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Proton packs. Well, everybody, they split. We not gonna act like you didn't go. Hum, hum, hum. <laughs> In the middle of that verse, I, I don't, I don't remember the beginning part. I just remember proton packs on their backs and they split. That's something, like something uh, the, cop, the theme song, the cops. Is oh, it, uh, Bob Marley. Yeah, yeah, bad boys. Bad, bad boys. What's it gonna do that no one knows beyond that? What's it? Yeah. I stop something, 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 not lemonade. taking no breaks. Something, like, something, something, lemonade. Please yeah, we, don't, we that's don't. no game. <laughs> Long before mumble rap, we've been not understanding <laughs> what the fuck people were mumble saying. Mumble rap, that's what it is. All we understood was, I miss my Uncle Charles. Yeah, Y'all, we didn't even think that. Who was home? Whoa, Gotta take a throw. When did the day come? Best believe bone got a shoulder you can lean on. Oh, hey. And we pray it, we pray it, we pray it, we pray it. Those parts we really understood. So don't say that. Please. Now, talking about, I remember the whole. That's just, that was my favorite part. Everybody That's... makes fun of LeBron now on the internet because LeBron, uh, he'll, he likes to act like he's a big rap fan. And I'm sure he is, 
But he likes to act like he's like a rap expert. No, he's only a rap fan so, in his car when the music's out. You can tell someone hits him, like say Meek Mills might hit him. Yo, my album came out, yo, promo it. And instead of just sharing it and saying, yo, go listen to the new Meek Mill, he'll play himself listening to it in the gym or in his car, and then he'll be mouthing it, and then you can clearly see That's not what he doesn't said. know any of the damn words. Yeah, he's he's a he's a car fan. With, and it's know. like LeBron. It just came out today, bro. You don't got to act like you know the words. So that's what you just did. He's, so, listen, for those right. everybody out here, I'm, that's a, I'm a car fan. I'm only a fan when the music's up in the car. And I don't need to know the words. Everybody the out there listening, the radio, it please. is okay if you don't know the words. I just like the song, Phil. You don't have to pretend like you know the words. Which my favorite, one of my turn favorite, the volume up. You won't even know about the words. One of my favorite Eddie Murphy jokes is that when he talks about uh, his father not knowing the words and getting drunk and messing up just the two <laughs> of us. <laughs> We might have to add that clip to this uh, clip, but yeah, it's funny. That's one of my favorite Eddie Murphy jokes. He's I mean, the, fucking up songs. Tell me if I'm wrong. The mumble's more fun than actual words, ain't it? You can just be like, uh, uh, my house party. Look, party. You know, that's, if you just started singing it, I would have gave you, let you have it, but because you were like, I know all the words. I was like, all right. I don't even know the oh, And then when you went, a something, 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 I'm like, hey, cut <laughs> it the fuck out. Let me be clear. I only know that one part where it says, put their proton packs so they back and they split. That's I'm waiting for the whole like, song. You sounded like when uh, I wait for that one part of the song. You sounded like when uh, Morgan Freeman, what is his name on the uh, Lean on Me when he oh, came in the mean, bathroom mean Joe. Yeah, and yeah. told them to sing the uh, school song. Yeah. Fair. <laughs> He's like, you know, song. <laughs> you smoke crack, don't you, boy? That's what you do. And I'm like over here, like, yeah, yo. I want to go watch that movie now. That's that is the funny part. They were the bathroom playing. He only made them sing it because they swore they knew the words. So that's that, that's how I'm on your ass. I'm like, listen, I'm only gonna get on your ass. What is that? You acted like you knew the words and you had no idea. That's not the school song. Thank you to the music class. Mr. So-and-so, Mr. Harvard, what are you boys singing? What are you teaching in here? Hit us up at uh, But I Don't Know Though Pod do on you, Instagram. Do you mumble and, the words? And let us know say? a song that you love, but you don't know all the words. Yeah, yeah. What are the words? You like, can let us know in the comments. Like, yo, I love this song, but I, I don't have know no clue words. what this motherfucker says beyond the hook. At all. But it's fun to, it's fun to pretend. Um... We're running kind of low on time here because both Phil and I have. Um, All right, you want to do a couple of let's, advice? Let's, let's do like one. I got okay, I got I got a good advice. one for you here since you are loading up on some uh, good protein. There. Advice: Don't tell people you know the words and you don't. Hey, if the music's up, you'll never know. And I, I know how to make my mouth move with the time of the words. <laughs> that Luther Vandross song, too much. I I had forgotten like right before the hook, so I was just like, stop. Oh my, like all oh my love, never too much, never too. And I was like, you know, and people were like, hey man, what are you, what are you saying? What's, what's the words? <laughs> That's not the words. What are you saying? Do you know the words? Granted, there are some songs we all don't know. James Brown, we, we still don't know what the fuck he's singing. Oh man, they never say it loud. I'm black and I'm proud. All right, but the rest of the shit, we say are not. Loud. We are not gonna say loud because we have no clue. What ooh, ooh. <laughs> Some of our greatest things. You get busy. What the fuck they were saying? Uh, Addy, are you okay? Well, but it, he had other shit. Shambon and Shambon. Mama say, Mama saw my mama. I don't know what that's about. What? Twister. Are you, are you speaking African, Michael? Twister's another one. Overnight celebrity. Couldn't. I don't know what he's saying until we get to the hook. Um. All right. So it's advice time. Listen, if you have advice questions, need help, you want advice from two people who are just you know comedians. And we're not licensed professional therapists or nothing like that. Send your questions in, but I don't know though, pod on Instagram. Uh, send us a DM. We'll leave you anonymous. Don't worry. And you can also follow the podcast page, but I don't know though, pod. That's on Instagram. Follow me, Avery Mason Official, on Instagram. And you can follow Phil. I am Phil Hunt on all social media. And get us your questions. We'll answer them anonymously for you. Promisely. We won't, we won't let your identity out. Uh, so the first question here is, what should I do after accidentally sending a guy I like the same provocative photo three times in a row? Hmm. Yeah. I tried sending a somewhat provocative photo to a guy I like, but I was in a place with bad reception and my phone <laughs> <laughs> and my phone says the picture never went through. That made me sad after I had drummed up the courage to share this picture of me and then he didn't get it. Anyway, I tried to send it 
but it didn't go through. I heard from him later and he thanked me for sending the photo, but told me that he had received it about three times. I was mortified. I know it's a technological thing, but I don't want this guy to think I'm a stalker. I was just trying to stir up a bit of interest. I'm not sure if I turned him off or not. What can I do now? Uh, you go first. I'll say there's nothing you can do about it. I mean, if you want to talk to him when you see him, be like, yo, my bad. I sent it once and the phone kind of sent it three times. I didn't know if you got it. I don't. I think people sometimes overthink things, and this is one of those yeah. things. You sent him a naked picture. I mean, I don't know how you can be more embarrassed. You're a hero. Yeah. If you, how can you be embarrassed that you sent it three times and you were naked in the picture? And just tell him. Sometimes be honest. Just yeah. Go, Oops. I really wanted you to get it, and maybe I was somewhere where the reception was right. bad. It's, I, and then laugh a little about it. Like learn to laugh at yourself. I don't think it's that big a deal, long as you explain it. Yeah. And I mean, he probably knew, and, and seriously, this is on my end. If I get a naked picture, I don't really care how many times I Send get it. Send it as many times as you want. Oh, she, oh, man, look at beautiful. Yeah, I'm sure I, mean, I see unless this. Unless there's something we don't know. Is it, you know, does he not feel the same way you feel about him? Is it something we don't know here? That it's like any man yeah. would be more than happy to get a neck nude yeah. picture. Nudes, nudes are always it's always welcome. always welcome. I mean, as long, you know, you can apologize. Hey, sorry about blowing up your phone because he might have been at church. Unless you're my mom. He, he might have he been at church and gotten three nude photos and three notifications. Not even then. God is good. All the time. And all the time. This is the blessing I've been praying for. Hallelujah. Shit, Adam and Eve was bucking naked. I wouldn't overthink. It's no big deal. And you are the MVP for sending someone a uh, provocative, yeah, but it's probably naked the photos. Picture, like I said, that is now, now. You send me a picture of some shit out of some money I owe you or something three times. Yeah. Now, that's something to apologize yeah, about. Yeah. But, but a nude? You, you never apologize. Never. And like I said, I think sometimes women, they're afraid sometimes to, like, show their sense of humor or that they're, like, clumsy or anything. That it's like, tell them my reception was bad. So when accidentally sent it three times, so per my self-esteem, mm -hmm. if you could go ahead and thumbs up it, not just the once. I appreciate that. But thumbs up it three times. If he had a sense of humor, he sends you a, a dick pic three times. And, you right. know, like, three times like your life. There you go. It's all the same. All the same. Yeah, I don't, I don't see what's so bad about it. I don't that. think, like, I don't think you're okay. Up to it and just say, hey, I'm really, I'm really feeling you. I don't know why women sometimes are so shy to, to say, think I'm really feeling you. Because she's like, so, I don't want him to think I'm a stalker. I'm you know, a stalker. And she probably was a little tipsy. Probably had a little, yeah. Nobody yeah. think you're a stalker. If you were a stalker, you just showed up. Hey, and sometimes you I didn't answer my text. when I get something twice or three times, I'm like, oh, they were probably in a tunnel. And then this came through, or especially in New York where there's trains, but it's like, oh, they may have went on the train and then this came through twice instead of once, but whatever. Mm -hmm. So yeah, as long as this, you know, now if I, it was a total stranger, that'd be something. To yeah, be yeah, this, it does, that's like, a problem. Obviously, he knows you, and any man shall appreciate news no matter how many times you send. Like, oh, oh, that's nice. Oh, yeah. yeah especially ones we'll we look at a nude. Especially ones we didn't have to beg for. It's like, what you think OnlyFans is? Random news. Is. Random women in my DMs talking about buy this picture from me. You go, damn it. Not bad, uh, but um, we gotta get up out of here because we got some work to do tonight. Yeah, we got some shows, so we gotta hurry up and get to the shows. But like I said, hit us up and let us know any number of things. Uh, it's been dope, man. It's been dope. What's the worst response you ever got to a nude? I'd say hit us up at but I don't know though pod on Instagram and let us know what's the worst response you ever got to a nude. Because sometimes that thumbs up ain't enough. Yeah, sometimes you need... Sometimes you go, oh, no, motherfucker, I need some emojis for that dick. I seen one girl who sent a nude, and she told me the guy sent her a laughing emoji. So ah, I was, you, you put ain't her... shaved. She forgot to shave. You know, so yeah, hit us up and let us know that. Let us know songs that y'all love but don't know the words, too. Yeah, and we're here every Tuesday. is a new episode. Like, share, subscribe, follow the page on Instagram. Uh, follow YouTube uh, clips. I mean, the YouTube page is out YouTube there. YouTube page is coming. It's, it's coming. coming. But uh, yeah, hit us up per usual at I am Phil Hunt on this end. That is I am P H I L H U N T. If you can't spell at I am, you don't deserve to be following me. You spell it for your them. ass is dumb. You spell it for them every week, though. You care. You want them. No, there. I spell my name. <laughs> I'm never spelling at I am for your dumb ass. And I am Avery Mason official on Instagram, the Avery Mason on Twitter. Please like, share, subscribe. Check us out, man. We'll see y'all next Tuesday. 
Um, but I don't know though. You have been listening to But I Don't Know Though, hosted by Avery Mason and Bill Hunt. Please follow the show at But I Don't Know Though Pod on Instagram, spelled B U T I D K T H O P O D. You can also follow Avery Mason at Avery Mason Official on Instagram and TikTok and The Avery Mason on Twitter. Make sure to follow Phil Hunt at I am Phil Hunt on all social media. We record live at WTF Media Studios in the heart of New York City on Canal Street. And if you like the show, please do us a favor. Like the episode, share it with your friends, leave us a review on whatever platform you're listening to this on. Thank you so much. We'll see you next week. New episodes every Tuesday. But I don't know.